take this one. Michigan State, bigger than the experts think. Is that the line? Something like that. <laughs> Lee Corso here. And how about the big one, Oklahoma and Florida State? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I actually, I, I like Florida State in this game. If they win, I, I think this is really their return to the college football scene. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Finally, Michigan, 30-and-a-half point favorites over Eastern. You got to go with the home team here, or what are you doing? I'll take Eastern to cover. We're losing by 28. Okay. Eastern to cover. We'll see some more players in Michigan's offense this week. Hopefully okay. Michigan's able to, to beat that line. There you have it. I'm going with Michigan as well. Tough spread, though. 30 and, 30 a, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, you don't this know. This is Delaware State. Right. It'll depend on how long the starters play. This is a 1-8 team. Yeah. Right. So there you have it. Your predictions this weekend, and this is our last show of the week. So for Michael Feinberg, Steve Cook, Seth Goldman, I'm Cootie saying good night and go blue this weekend. Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have half a mind To leave you, babe That means I have half a mind To stay Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food. And thank you so much, Arwolf, for doing the show for me for a couple of weeks. I've been traveling, traveling, and I want to give you some of the food scraps that I had because I'm all about sharing. I want to tell you about, well, see, see, I went back in time to where I lived when I was, started living when I was four years old in Palo Alto, California, you see. And uh, sometime around the age of 10, I packed my bags. No, actually, it was one of those sticks with a, with a bandana in the back. And I put some uh, nutty buddies in there and I walked to Michigan. That is a simple description. It's a Cliff Notes version of my life, but we don't have much time for all the details. However, I will tell you that in my trip to California, which we'll discuss in a moment, along with certain Michigan food things, I should tell you with some disappointment that I did not find any bicarbonate of chicken. Waiter, what do you want? I want bicarbonate of chicken tonight. The town is shifting, it's all that chicken. There ain't a human being in sight, man. They're all gone digging into chicken. Waiter, waiter, what do you want? Where's my bicarbonate of chicken? The chef says there's none. There'd better be some or I'll tear the town to pieces. Hold on, sir, just you hold on a minute. The chef got a box, perhaps a chicken's in it. I'm delighted to say it's true. Bicarbonate chicken will be delivered to you. Thank you, waiter, you're a real good pal. Here's fifty dollars, get yourself a fine gal. The waiter and the chef are enjoying life. The waiter is the husband and the chef is his wife. Oh my, that's it. That's pretty much explains it all, doesn't it? Well, well, that's it. Pandora's lunchbox has been no. This is Pandora's lunchbox. That was the wonderful Ivor Cutler, and that was bicarbonate of chicken, which is self-explanatory. But I figured I'd explain anyway that it was, and I bought that at the amazing Amoeba Records in San Francisco, which is in the Haight Ashbury district. It's a song about food, and there are several other songs about food by Ivor Cutler, and we may get to those in just a moment. 
In fact, yeah, I think in, in, in very soon, in fact. Now, I went to Palo Alto, California, because I lived there as a kid. And one thing I discovered, it's funny how, you know, when you're a kid, you imagine things a certain way and all like, and then you find out when you get there, it's different. Well, one thing is all the houses had shrunk. It's really strange. They all shrunk, and apparently they all multiplied by about 30 times the monetary value. It was kind of like a strange sort of uh, Farmville, unreality kind of world. But it was very sunny and very dreamlike, so that's all good. Now, my mother tells me, see, I used to think that there was a fig tree next door to us over on Ames Court in Palo Alto. There was a fig tree, I thought, because, well, these big, wet, chewy, gooey, seedy figs would fall on the lawn and being one to eat anything off the floor or on a lawn, I ate them, and I really liked them. This is how you get to do a food show, is you eat food off the floor and off the lawn. And turns out they weren't figs. My mother says they were strawberry guava. Yes, indeed. Now, there are other kinds of guava. Now, there's a tree called the Catley guava, named in honor of notable English horticulturist Sir William Catley, also known as Peruvian guava. That's the correct and most commonly used name. It's a small tree, two to six meters tall. Is that small? I guess when you're a kid, it's pretty darn tall. It bears small red or yellow fruit. The red-fruited strawberry guava, the yellow-fruited lemon guava, and the... Well, basically, it was just delicious food, and I learned a lot just finding out that fig is not strawberry guava, and strawberry guava is not fig. Now, over at Mitchell Park in Palo Alto, in my very tiny world when I was a kid, there was a tree that had something hanging down that had some kind of brown pods on them, and they'd fall on the parking lot, and I would pick them up off the parking lot and eat them. Because I was a foodie from the beginning, eating food off of the parking lot. This is all true confessions. My mother and father are listening, shaking their head. But I thought it was carob, but I don't think it is. I'll have to let you know. Now, here's a song by Ivor Cutler, because we just had one, but we haven't had two. This is Ivor Cutler, and he's in a particular kind of tree on his own. Where are you? Where are you? I'm in the chestnut tree. What are you doing? Why are you there? I want to feel the breeze. Look out, I'm coming up. I want to sit beside you. I want to feel the breeze. Then folks will say, What are you doing? Why are you there? And we'll say, We want to feel the breeze. We want to feel the breeze. We want to feel the breeze. Is there any other reason? Ivor Cutler. And that tune is called, wouldn't you believe, In the Chestnut Tree. These are both from his album called Jammy Smears. 
from the UK man, and it was from 1976. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're talking a little bit about my trip back to Palo Alto, California, and I want to share my food with you. Just, you know, open your mouth and your ears, and it's it's food, and it's all for you. Now, Here's first skipping over now for just a moment, though, to a place I used to live. I used to live in Illinois when I was a wee lad, actually. And I don't remember much about it, but the good news is that currently in Illinois, as a matter of fact, today, it's just wrapping up now. No, actually, it's next week. Sorry, next Thursday, there's going to be a Target Hunger Now Asian Carp Dinner. Now, we all know that the Asian carp are an invasive species. In fact, this very fellow here from the Michigan legislature had this to say about the monster. Rather than whisper, we must yell from the rooftops in one voice. Stop the carp! Exactly. So basically, here's the idea. One way to, uh, if you can't lick them, eat them, right? So the Illinois Department of Natural Resources will expand its Target Hunger Now program by making protein-rich Asian carp available to Illinois families, says here in a press release. The department will demonstrate recipes at a dinner event featuring famed Louisiana chef Philippe Parola. Target Hunger Now is a humanitarian effort which provides food banks and other organizations throughout Illinois with donated venison and now Asian carp. Rather than whisper, we must yell from the rooftops. Yell now, yell, yell. Stop the carp! Okay, I just had to play that twice because it, it just has an extra, it's great. So here's another thing, back to California now. We're going to go to Michigan, too, in a moment. But this is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. Now, while I was in California, I learned about a company called Baccalori. And being of an Italian vintage myself, I was very excited about that. This company is based in Oakland, where they have a small production facility. They have a restaurant in San Francisco called Incanto, which means enchanting or magical. And their slogan is very enchanting, and it is tasty salted pig parts. That's right. Their logo includes a flying pig. And, of course, we all know flying pigs are magical. Now, Baccalauri has just one retail outlet. It's in San Francisco, where I went. It's at one of the ferry buildings on the San Francisco Bay. And that's where I found them. Now, their website features something called an American Salumi Manifesto. Just recently, I shared with you the fact that I'd only heard of the term salumi not long ago. Salami is salami, right? But salumi is a larger category of meat that includes salami and prosciutto and other kinds of meat. Well, shall we take a moment, rise, put our hands on our heads and things and and our pig parts? And No, let's not go there. And listen to the American Salumi Manifesto from Bacalori. Let's have some American Salumi Manifesto music. let's, Let's try this out here. Oh, yeah. Salumi are the noblest expression of meat, a marriage with salt, spice, and thyme that transcends individual ingredients. Just as fine wine is more than fermented grape juice, fine salumi are more than mere salted meats. At their best, salumi connect us to the earth, reveal the essence of the whole animal, demonstrate respect for our ancestors, and inspire our humanity. Time has arrived for a renaissance of American salumi. Industrially raised animals from modern crossbred genetics produce inferior meat not suited for fine salami. Salumi, sorry, salumi celebrate the beauty of animal fat. Fat balances the flavor, texture, color of fine salumi. 
Contrary to common perception, pork fat is healthful. It is lower in saturated fat than butter and has twice the monounsaturated fat. Salt is an essential element in preserving salumi. Salt illuminates the true flavor of salumi. It does not overpower it. Natural sea salts lend a milder flavor to salumi than do refined salts. Fine salumi harmonize the flavors of meat, salt, and spice. Using fresh spices of the highest quality is no less important than using the best meats and salts. Fine salumi teach us to live a patient life in pursuit of flavor rather than a relentless hunt for ever-increasing quantity to seek better, not more. This approach is not only good for the individual, it's better for the world. It's the American Salumi Manifesto. Let us all rise and... What about what would an American Salumi church look like? I don't know, but... The music, by the way, is by the Butterfat Trio. Which I understand is more in higher in saturated fat. Butterfat is higher in saturated fat than salumi, but there you go. Let's listen a little bit, shall we? Thank you. That's the Butterfat Trio, a Michigan group. Just heard a tune called Chenu. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike, and I am also a show about food, and so are you. Our Wolf will help us to face the music coming up very soon. It's a quarter to seven, and Our Wolf will get us all ready to go at seven o'clock. They're from Michigan, that group we just heard. And speaking of Michigan, well, a pioneer of country and bluegrass music has passed away in Flint Township. Wade Maynard died at the age of 104 on Monday and this is from the Associated Press he was a member of the late of his late brother J.E. Maynard's Mountaineers one of the most popular sibling duos of the 1930s he made recordings for all the major labels of the day including RCA in 1935 and he invented a two-finger banjo picking style that paved the way for the bluegrass era he got his musical start in North Carolina's mountains But concerned that country music was dying, he left the stage and the South in the early 1950s and moved to Flint to work for General Motors. He played only in church, but eventually stopped altogether, putting the banjo under his bed for four years. He returned to music after another musician convinced the born-again Christian he could use his talents to honor God. So back to music he went. And there 
is a funeral service tomorrow in Flint for Wade Maynard, who died at 104 years old the other day. Now, also from Michigan is a record label called Old Homestead. Yes, and this is a label that includes music from early radio shows. This is Wade Maynard and the Sons of the Mountaineers. We're going to hear a bit of them. Wade Maynard, Howard Dixon, Tiny Dodson, and the Shelton Brothers. This is a recording from, looks like 1941, if I read correctly. This is a rather puzzling commercial for a soda, actually, for Old Sam's Soda. Now, this being the harvest time in Michigan and all over the world, this is very appropriate. It has some very good advice for farmers including at one point the advice that you should pour old Sam's soda on your crops to make them grow better. Well, that pretty much explains everything. So let's just go to Wade Maynard and the Sons of the Mountaineers and take notes. Good watch up, watch it grow, watch it grow. 
Well, a couple of puzzling things there. First of all, as I mentioned, maybe you caught that, mentioning that you need to pour the old Sam soda on your crops to make them grow. Now, that's that's a soda I could use. But also, a couple of weirdo power surges or something made it go and disappear. And I think that's just the power of bluegrass music. Just sends power surges through every turntable in the state of Michigan. Thank you, Wade Maynard, for your 104 years of music. Thank you, thank you. Wade Maynard passed away in Flint Township, worked at GM, was considered to be a founder of bluegrass music, invented a two-finger banjo-picking style that paved the way for the bluegrass era. Now, while we're in Michigan, which is where we are, I should mention that this, this Sunday the 18th, at Woodruff's in Ypsilanti in Depot Time, there's going to be an Ipsy Flea Market called Ipsy Flea Number 2. I believe that's because it's the second. If you made it to the first one back in February, says Woodruff's, you will remember it as a sick moment in our collective history, and hopefully this one will rule twice as much. To those under the age, under the over the age, under the over age of 40, sick equals good. It'll be a bunch of local vendors and homies selling records, clothes, music gear, vintage stuff, knickknacks, coffee and food, coffee and food, crafty stuff, shady stuff, weird stuff. And there's going to be no less than four bands or jammers jamming and banding. So that's all at Woodruff's in Ypsilanti, starting at 4 p.m., and that is in Depot Town. Now, back to San Francisco, okay? So I took a visit to San Francisco. We've talked about bicarbonate of chicken, which I didn't have. We talked about tasty salted pig parts, which I did. But something very poignant and and lovely happened to me. I was leaving San Francisco, going to uh, the BART station to the San Francisco airport when I discovered a fellow playing the accordion. Now, this fellow goes by the name of Robert Vincent Doerr Jr., D-O-E-R-R. You can see his photos on MySpace. He's pictured wearing a bright blue suit and a hat or a bright green suit and a hat, or a bright red suit and a hat. And I've got a business card where he's wearing a bright white suit and a hat. Colorful clothes, he plays the accordion. He tells me he has a recording, including 40 Beatle hits on the accordion, on Amazon and iTunes and Rhapsody, under his name Robert Vincent Dorr Jr. But he was dressed a little different when I saw him. He was wearing black, and he had just been from his father's funeral, now, I don't know if he sings too many of the songs uh, that are available on Rhapsody and such. In fact, it looks like it's mostly instrumental, but he sang this one, and he gave me permission to record him singing. So here in the BART station in San Francisco, the Civic Center station, not far from the ferry station, Robert Dorr Jr., Robert Dorr, sorry, Robert Vincent Dorr Jr. sang a song, and it went a little something like this. The tears have all been shed now The said our last goodbyes The songs been blessed and we've made you blessed And now I feel alone He was more than just a father My teacher, my best friend He can still be heard in the songs we share When we play them all 
as a boy. Very much. You're welcome. Hi. We're back. Yes, we're back. My dad died, so we had to go to his funeral. Hey, look, there's a little doggy ginger. Here's a little doggy ginger. I'm crazy. I know. Eighty-nine. That's Robert Vincent Dore Jr. I recorded him at a BART station, the Civic Center BART station in San Francisco, playing his accordion. He had a list of about 100 accordion tunes he could play, including that being the entertainer. But he also sang a song about his father. And he was accompanied by his dog, Ginger. And his business card also includes him and his dog, Ginger. Thank you, Robert. Hope all is best for you. Thank you for listening to Pandora's Lunchbox. And I do want to mention one other thing. Speaking of magical musical experiences like that, when I was in Chinatown in San Francisco, I visited there recently, had a big, big heap of dim sum that cost less than I've ever paid for any kind of dim sum in my life, and also sat in a hallway and listened to some amazing, really passionate Chinese music, singing and instrumentation. I was in ancient, modern, and mercantile and spiritual places all at the same time, Yeah, it was really great. I just want to share that with you. Thank you so much for listening to the WCBNs of the Ann Arbor. And WCBN FM Ann Arbor is another way of saying what I'm just saying to you right now. And we're going to wrap up with a little tune here that I believe is called Lemon Flower. However, this is Ivor Cutler, and it looks like the numbers might not be exactly as they seem. Well, this has been WCBN FM Ann Arbor. 
I've been Mike. Let's see what happen if let's see what happens if I do this. And Arwolf will be here to help you to face the music in just a moment. Thank you for listening. Keep listening. Oh, you lemon flower, the leaf is sweet and the fruit is sour. Oh, you lemon flower. I gave a girl a lemon flower. She slapped my face at hot for an hour. Oh, you lemon flower. I bit into the lemon fruit. The juice ran onto the skin of my foot. It burned a hole and made me cry. If I lift my leg, I can see the sky. Oh, you lemon flower. If you stick a bit of glass in the hole, you can see the stars and the nebulas. Oh, you lemon flower. And if you stick at a different piece of glass in the hole, you can see insects and bacterias. Oh, you lemon flower. If anybody wants to buy my foot, to buy my foot complete with boot, to buy my foot to look at the sky, they'll have to wait until I die, and then they can approach my executor. Oh, you lemon flower, you clever juice that bummed my foot. During a Republican primary debate. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Radio Free Ann Arbor. Radio for free. WCBN. Funny things happen in spontaneous moments. Pandora's Lunchbox is now experiencing a feeling of entropy. But soon, with the moon, we will croon. It won't be June. But we will always have the moon. Standing alone Without a dream in my heart Without love of my own Blue moon You knew just what I was there for You heard me saying a prayer Someone I really could care for. Bum 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 It's seven o'clock. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. It's experimental radio from the U of M. The students run this place, and we who work in the Ann Arbor community and also work as staffers at the U of M. We help these young people to figure out why conformity kills, why it's important to use your imagination every day, do what you can to make a difference in the world. Tonight's Face the Music show, a core sample of human noise and music. I think mostly music, right? Sure. Start with, uh, let's see, Andor Foldis back in 1955 made this recording of a sonatina on peasant themes from Transylvania by Bella Bartok. He would have said Bartok Bella. They say it backwards over there. Face the music. <laughs> 